What's going on, everybody? This is Patriot Underground. So before we begin the show tonight, I just want to say a few words on behalf of PatriotSwitch.com slash Patriot Underground. You see the web address right on your screen. This is an amazing company, folks. I want to urge everybody to click the link in the description and check this out. This is an amazing opportunity to reallocate your financial resources with all of your spiritual and political values, folks. These are great products that are made right here in America. Top quality. This company has a 90 plus percent retention rate for a good reason. They have amazing products, amazing customer service. And most importantly, you'll sleep better at night knowing that you made the switch along with 2 million other Americans and growing every single day, folks. This is a financial revolution in the making. We have the power to completely upend the traditional big box system. And I do believe that Patriot Switch is a huge step in the right direction. It is a no-brainer. We're talking about a purchase that you're going to make regardless whether you do it with the good guys or whether you do it with the bad guys is up to you. But I urge everyone, once again, please click the link in the description. It is worth your while. PatriotSwitch.com. I wouldn't steer you wrong, folks. All right, everyone. Enjoy the show. Patriot out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is August 15th, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to discover the truth beneath the surface. I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen. So I'm going to provide a situation analysis report today. And yet again, folks, there is just so much going on that I feel compelled to give you the best possible analysis I can to stay on top of all of these new developments. But I'll tell you, it is a struggle. <laughs> I think every uh, commentator out there could probably agree at this point. So much news is cascading at us on a daily basis at such an unrelenting pace that it does get very difficult and challenging to keep track of all of it, but I will do my very best. Now, we know that the petrodollar is continuing to die, and certainly we know this is being driven primarily by the BRICS alliance, which, of course, is what connects the financial aspect of this overall war to the kinetic fighting that we're seeing in Ukraine, which, of course, connects then to so many of the other vectors including money laundering, human trafficking, right down the dark satanic pit as far as you want to go. Everything is interconnected. And certainly as the fiat dollar is dying, a slow but very deliberate and very certain death, we are getting closer and closer to the eye of the storm. Because I believe that when that key moment happens, when the Federal Reserve can no longer sustain itself under the weight of its own fraud with all of the chickens coming home to roost, in an economic sense, that is going to be the moment that we're going to see the EAS. Because what's happened, folks, in the background is that this gold-backed token that's being developed by the BRICS countries for bilateral international trade settlement as an end run around the dollar has really put a chokehold on the fiat system. And certainly we know that the treasury bond crisis is what's really driving everything at its core. You've heard Jim Willie talk about this and break it down in masterful detail. The Chinese yuan is replacing the petrodollar. Our debt is being recognized as completely toxic. And it's worth reminding everyone out there that most of our debt is owned by foreign entities. And so in order to finance the debt and not have to monetize it by printing more money, they have to sell treasury bonds. And the treasury bonds are not being sold the auctions are being canceled. More and more countries are dumping their treasury bonds and investing in gold and precious metals. 
And as all of this is happening, and the NATO showdown with the BRICS countries, with China and with Russia and with all of their allies is happening, and of course, I do believe this is also going to spill into Taiwan in the not too distant future. But right now, Ukraine is still the focal point. And with all of the drama that's unfolding in Ukraine, what's so key to understand here, folks, is that really this entire war was a setup right from the very beginning to cause defections from NATO and ultimately bring down the deep state proxy military force. That's what this is all about. And the Russians just came out today and basically said that the Ukrainians, i.e. NATO, is nearly out of military equipment and ammunition. And so that's yet another sign that we are approaching the true precipice of destruction. Because again, when the deep state is finally cornered, when the walls have completely closed in on them from every different angle, financially, militarily, and of course, in terms of the overall awakening of the people, this is when they are going to play their final cards. We see them activating all of their MK Ultra sleepers all over the world. We know that these wildfires, that these shootings, that these floods, none of these things are accidents. None of these things are naturally occurring. They're activating all of their end time protocols right now. That's why we're seeing an uptick in violence all over the world. That's why we're seeing weather weaponry being wielded against the people, directed energy weapons like we saw in Hawaii, tectonic weapons like we've seen in Turkey and other places, the flooding, the unprecedented flooding that's been happening in China and Japan and other parts of the world. This is a manifestation of the final chess moves being made, or at least being prepared to be made as all of this is happening and the world is starting to wake up and to realize that it's not a coincidence that every single time we have major revelations about the deep state, we then have a huge catastrophe to steal the news cycle. This has always been their tactic, but it's not working because the people are recognizing all over the world, and certainly here in the United States and in Canada and in Germany and other places where the CIA has had such a heavy hand and the MK Ultra programming has taken root over decades. It's a little bit slower getting, well, maybe it's a lot slower getting people to get to that point where they're finally willing to acknowledge that something isn't right. But we're seeing more and more evidence of that happening every single day. So this entire war, getting back to Ukraine for a moment, was a setup to take down NATO because it is a deep state proxy force. And all of the military equipment, all of the money that's being shoveled into this failing effort was set up this way deliberately to dissolve the EU, to dissolve the UN, to dissolve the World Health Organization. But in order to do that, you need to weaken them. You need to allow them to lead them down roads and paths and allow them to make the moves that you've already anticipated. You've already war game this out. Their playbook is known. You already know what they're going to do. You just have to give them enough rope to hang themselves in so many different categories, financially, in terms of their credibility amongst the people, in terms of their military prowess. And certainly we know that the White Hats are manning the biggest and most powerful weapons in the human arsenal, which is the only reason that we're still here right now. But everything is breaking down 
Their entire house of cards is crumbling. I talked about Jan Halper Hayes the other day. I also got into Ron Johnson, who is absolute. I mean, these two clips that I showed in my previous podcast are monumental. When you hear Jan Halper Hayes get out there and talk about the overall strategy, the overall Q strategy, that they have all the goods, they caught them all, just like Trump said. The DOD has everything. But in order to prevent a civil war, they had to let people gradually wake up. They had to put people through this meat grinder, this hell that we've been living through, so that people could finally understand what was really going on. Because as Q told us, you cannot tell people, you have to show them. And we've been shown over these past three years. And my God, folks, I hope that the resolution is going to be today or tomorrow or next week. But certainly we know that this cannot go much farther. And we all agree that there is no possibility that this country is going to sustain in 2024 what we went through in 2020, which is another stolen election and no overt military intervention. That simply can't happen. And quite frankly, if it does, I don't see the Q movement being able to survive that either, because there are already an enormous amount of people out there who have, if not given up, are teetering right now on giving up because basically they have been bled dry in terms of their ability to sustain this ongoing spiritual war. And that's part of my mission is to reinvigorate the troops out there and to remind everybody that we're exactly where we're supposed to be. But I also have to be sober in my analysis and honest enough to acknowledge what I'm seeing in the Patriot community. And so you add all of that up. And then, of course, the financial system crumbling. You see all of the different threat vectors basically converging at the same time, knowing full well that this country is not the same country that it was in 2020. And if they try to put us through another cycle of this, I think that's when it starts to get into civil war type of scenario because people are no longer going to have any faith or belief that there is a benevolent military force known as Q and the White Hats behind the scenes that are ultimately putting us through this pantomime. Everything that I talk about, all my analysis is based upon that premise. But if we get to a certain point, and I think for me, that's election 2024, and we haven't seen overt military intervention, we haven't seen the EAS, we haven't seen mass arrest, we haven't seen tribunals, or at least massive movement in that direction. I think that this conversation overall becomes very, very different. Now, having said all that, I have to remind folks that I am rock solid in my belief that we are exactly where we're supposed to be, that everything that's unfolding right now, as things are seeming darker and darker and more and more threatening and menacing, and we can sense tangibly the danger, this is exactly where we're supposed to be because it's a near-death experience, not just for all the normies out there, but for the entire species of humanity. And we're seeing more and more evidence every single day that we are getting closer and closer and closer, folks. The Trump indictments. And most recently, we have the ones out of Georgia. This is nothing that's unexpected. We knew exactly what they were going to charge him with. 
all of this is theater. Trump told us, I mean, that's the thing about Trump. He communicates the truth, but he cloaks it in a way that's genius, really, because it can be interpreted in multiple different ways. When he's asked about the indictments and he says, well, they're fake, and then he goes on to elaborate on his answer, it's like it's very easy to miss what he just said or to misinterpret what he just said as meaning that they don't have any real merit to them or they're politically based or that they're all a witch hunt, which are all true. That's true on one level, but on an even deeper level, he's he used the word fake when he could have used a lot of different words and fake has that connotation to it. Immediately when people hear that word, they hear what Trump had intended to communicate to all of us, the patriots, which is that this entire indictment theater, this entire drama is all pre-planned. It's all scripted out. The White Hats are in full control. And not only that, I've also heard that the Brunson case has been decided upon behind the scenes in the Supreme Court and that they ruled in favor of the Brunson brothers, but the White Hats essentially ordered them to keep it under wraps because, again, they don't want civil war. You have to appreciate here, folks, that timing truly is everything. And as we criticize the white hat approach, as we try to find flaws in their overall tactics, we have to remember that we're not privy to all the pieces on the chessboard in the same way that they are. And so therefore, we have to remember that it's not for us to make these types of calls. That's not what we were called upon to do in this war as digital soldiers. Certainly, we can criticize. Certainly, we can ask questions. But in the end, we have to remember that what we're dealing with here are only pieces of the puzzle. There are so many different aspects that we don't even know about. And therefore, we have to be honest with ourselves and say, well, can we really make an accurate assessment about the white hat tactics, not knowing all the pieces on the chessboard? And some people would say, well, then that's exactly the reason why they need to tell us more. Okay. But what about all of the different operations that are ongoing right now? You can't really have it both ways. You can't say, well, they should tell us everything, but at the same time, they should continue to do what they need to do covertly to battle the enemy before this all bursts out into the open. Now, I understand that people are really frustrated. They want the EAS. They want resolution. They want justice. And I do too. But again, we have to be ever mindful and ultimately spiritually and intellectually honest with ourselves in our analysis. And remember that we simply don't have all of the information. And the reason that we don't have it is because there is a very real kinetic battle going on behind the scenes. On the surface, there's a pantomime. And that is an indication that the White Hats really are in control in most major areas, just like Q told us. They are in control of most vectors, but there are still some that the deep state controls. This was in a recent post. I can't remember what the number was. I'd have to go look it up, but folks will recall what I'm referring to. So this is an ongoing war. It is an ongoing battle. You can't just look at it simply as black or white. There's a lot of gray area here. And at the end of the day, even though the White Hats are in control of the chessboard, that doesn't mean that they're fully in control of all the deep state elements and that everything that we're witnessing is a show because that is incorrect.
there's a lot of nuance here, folks, that you have to use your discernment and you really have to appreciate that we are in a kinetic fight, but that everything that is being presented to us in the media is pantomime scripted out by the White Hats intended to wake us up because they are in control of most of the major institutions, most of the major pillars of power all throughout the world. And so as this all accelerates, we're hearing more about the downgrading of the U.S. credit rating. Fitch just warned today that the U.S. banking industry has inched closer to another source of turbulence, and it may be forced to downgrade dozens of banks, including J.P. Morgan Chase, which I am told is actually in bankruptcy behind the scenes. And this is all being rolled out. At the same time as the big news about Michael Burry comes out that he shorted the stock market with potentially up to $1.6 billion. So if these aren't direct indicators, folks, of where we're headed financially, then I don't know really what are. It just came out today that the Russians had an emergency meeting to hike their interest rate to 12% up from 8.5% as the ruble crashed. Now, on the surface, of course, that raises lots of questions. People scratching their head saying, wait a second. I thought the ruble was supposed to be doing well because it's gold back. Well, folks, this is where the gray area, this is where the, the nuance that I'm talking about comes in. When you do your analysis, you have to understand that what's being presented publicly, especially by the media, and this is an article I think came out of Bloomberg, and we all know what their affiliations are. What they present to the public is designed to make us question our overall analysis and get us to wonder, wait a minute, maybe we're wrong about this. But it's actually, folks, not as simple as it appears on the surface. The ruble hasn't actually crashed. This was all planned. This was a part of the strategy to really strengthen the ruble. It was allowed to gradually devalue because a cheap ruble brings in much more revenue from exports. Not only that, it provides a layer of protection for national manufacturers from cheap imports. So really, at the end of the day, what's happening is that the Russians are moving strategically behind the scenes to strengthen the ruble. The way it's being presented by the Western press is designed to make Russia look as if their economy is crumbling because they're losing the war effort in Ukraine, which we all know is not true. And their central bank can make these types of moves. They can simply change the interest rates because they know that they're really driving the world economy behind the scenes with the BRICS alliance because their currencies are backed by gold and precious metals and real assets and commodities. And they've got 85% of the world's population and GDP on board. They can play these types of games and manipulate the interest rates to strengthen the ruble overall. They're in the driver's seat. The US dollar is dying. Everywhere around the world, it's becoming more and more obvious. We know that euro dollars are not being accepted for transfer to the United States, which, as Jim Willie explained to all of us, is a declaration of war between the US and the EU banks because raising interest rates raises the cost of commodities, specifically oil and gas, which affects Europe much more than the US because Europe basically doesn't produce any of its own oil and gas for its energy needs. But this is exactly the reason that these covert deals that I spoke of a little while ago have been happening behind the scenes 
with the NATO countries like France and Germany and Italy and Hungary and Austria and others. And we also know that Saudi Arabia and the OPEC nations are de-dollarizing. They're now accepting payment in Chinese yuan and petro yuan. They don't need their treasury bonds anymore to purchase oil and gas. They've already made these agreements to purchase them in petro yuan. And so therefore, the treasury bond crisis is exacerbated in the process. The United States is already in default on its debt, folks. The mainstream media is keeping it under wraps. We have the downgrade of the credit rating by Fitch that we've discussed. Major institutions are failing worldwide. We've already seen Silicon Valley Bank, Credit Suisse, and so many others collapse. This is just the beginning. Wait until we get into the fall. Right now, there's sort of the summer lull, and both sides are preparing for the next phases of the war. But we certainly know that the institutions all around the world that are connected to the private Western Central Bank are all crumbling. They're all in trouble, especially the big ones like Bank of America, the Narco Bank, and J.P. Morgan, which is really at the center of this heart of darkness. And of course, all of the revelations about their connections to Epstein and human trafficking and financing this web of evil all over the world and facilitating all of this blackmail, all of that is coming directly to the fore. And so everything is interconnected. The three-letter agencies are being exposed. We've got RFK out there uniting the country, talking common sense about big pharma, about censorship, about the CIA and their long history of being an enemy of the people. You've got the rapper YG who made the song F Donald Trump in 2016, now going on podcasts talking about how the black community is supporting Trump. There is a seismic shift that's happening in the United States and all over the world. What we saw in Niger, folks, is coming soon to a theater near you. And I know you're probably thinking, yeah, not soon enough. Let me tell you something. All of my analysis tonight about leading up to the 2024 election, I want you to remember. Because again, I don't know exactly when it's going to happen. Nobody does. But mark my words, folks, there's not going to be a 2024 election. We are going to see the EAS, whether at some point this year or maybe at some point next year, I don't know. But the fact of the matter is, is that all of the different storm clouds from every different vector in this war, every different theater in this war is indicating that we are approaching a climactic moment, the necessary scare event that Q warned us about time and time again. We see the Project Bluebeam narrative prep going on that I've talked about a lot lately. We see the fifth generational warfare just raging right out in the open. We see the Russians reactivating their Cold War era nuclear bases in the Arctic. That's actually something SG Anon has been reporting on recently. All in preparation for this nuclear standoff. And every dark secret of the elite is coming to the surface. You know that they're scared when the white hats in Hollywood begin to activate and start talking about pedophilia and industrial scale, human trafficking connected not only to Hollywood, but the elites all over the world. 
This is why we are closing in on this climactic event. The Federal Reserve is in its final death throes right now. As Jim Willie said, they are essentially being set up to be the bad bank for the United States to dump all of these unwanted treasury bonds to soak up all of that toxic debt. And the, and the question really remains, depending on how much longer the Biden show goes on, how much longer this farce is allowed to continue, which I think is contingent upon the crumbling of the financial system, how much longer is that going to take? What's the Fed going to do when nobody's buying treasury bonds? What's the Fed going to do when they can't finance the debt because of that? Are they going to monetize the debt? Are we going to become like Zimbabwe? They're just going to print money? Are they going to try to roll out this CBDC? No matter what they do, it's going to fail. And of course, on top of all of that, there is a rising consciousness about all of the silent weapons that we've been attacked with over and over and over again. Most importantly, and most recently, the jab. When you've got Ron Johnson on national TV talking about a very powerful group of people that pre-planned this pandemic, this pandemic, talking about event 201, revealing that this was a premeditated crime against humanity, and knowing that Donald Trump's executive order 13818 is designed to go after every single individual who played a role in perpetrating this hoax, this genocide, this attempted genocide. Folks, this can't be overstated in terms of importance. The truth is coming out in the mainstream now more than ever. And it's soaking into the consciousness of all the sleepers, of all the normies out there who are already experiencing cognitive dissonance. We are exactly where we're supposed to be. So I want everybody out there to take a deep breath, to take a moment and have some quiet time with the Lord to remember why they took this journey to begin with and to really reflect on what a near-death experience, what the precipice of destruction really means. And then ask yourself, is what we're seeing not a manifestation of exactly what was predicted Years ago, what we've been talking about now for more than two and a half years on this show and this journey together. And this has been the most incredible, rewarding, fulfilling experience of my life, despite all of the frustrations and the anger and the fear and the doubt, the insecurity about not knowing the answers to all of these questions that we desperately want to know and going through this entire wholesale inversion of reality over these past four years, we have come together. We have found strength in each other. And there is something incredibly beautiful about that. And I do believe that at the very core of this plan, this was always a major objective to get all of us in our own cognitive dissonance and our own state of isolation and confusion and rage and anger to come together, to find strength to build our faith through one another, to educate each other, to prepare us for this exact moment in history. Because everything is about to change, folks. The election next year, I'm looking at that as sort of a, I guess you could say a boundary, if you will, for the White Hats. They can't go beyond that. And so everything that we have been talking about, everything that we've been praying about and analyzing, 
is going to happen in the next weeks and months. There's not going to be much longer where we're going to have to stay in what feels like this torturous holding pattern where everything is being prepared for the big event. The big event is coming. Mark my words, folks, and remember this podcast because we are going to see world-changing events in the very near future. And everyone out there who resonates with my work, everyone out there who's a true patriot, who's in this fight and committed to this fight, regardless of how it goes down, can recognize the truth in my words. Hold the line, patriots. The best is yet to come. All right, everyone. Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. Please take a moment to let me know in the comments. Also, please take a moment to hit that like button if you did. And check out the links in the description if you're keen on supporting my work. You can make a purchase at patriotunderground.shop. That's my merch store. Unfortunately, right now I can't accept donations because I have been banned from basically all of the major ones. And that just lets you know, folks, I'm telling you the truth. I'm over the target. I look at that as a badge of honor. It's obviously unfortunate because I know many folks out there want to contribute, want to support my vision, but you can do that at patriotunderground.shop. You can also do that by checking out patriotundergroundgold.com and patriotundergroundsilver.com, either one. Now is the time. If you have a 401k or an IRA that's tied up in the stock market, which basically 99% of them are, you have to make the decision to roll it into precious metals, gold and silver. I've partnered with the best company in the business, Gold Co. Check them out, folks. Do your research. Click on that link. I promise you it'll be the best financial decision that you've ever made. And last but not least, please take a moment to check out patriotswitch.com slash patriotunderground, the best company out there for all of your household and personal items that are made right here in America, shipped directly to your door. High quality products, folks, far better than anything you're going to get at the big box conglomerates like Target and Walmart that just take your money and filter it directly into your own destruction. I mean, it makes absolutely no sense to do your shopping there when you have a better alternative with a company that has a 90 plus percent retention rate. Over two and a half million Americans have already made the switch, folks. This is a movement. It is growing and I'm very proud to be a part of it. PatriotSwitch.com slash Patriot Underground. Check it out today. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back soon with another report. Until then, God bless and Godspeed. Patriot out.